mm. saying he's a cheater, saying he's not great, saying Joe Montana's better than him. All kind of foolishness. And this man got seven goddamn rings, and he went to the Super Bowl ten times. So mm. he, he won the Super Bowl 70%. He has one more ring than Michael Jordan. And yet still, there are some crazy idiots in America that are walking around talking about this man is trash. Yeah, well, because after the uh, uh, Slate Gate, uh, he, I mean, I've never seen an individual, uh, I mean, he was barbecuing the way he was throwing that pig skin, right? I mean, that dude right there is the only person that can embody uh, what the outside distractions and manifest them into his operation, you know. So, I mean, uh, Tom Brady, I mean, he, he's not even human anymore, is he? i never seen Brady go out to a fan. Ever. Ever. i never seen Brady point the security and get a fan kicked out the game. He smiled. I seen, I seen Brady uh, uh, sit down with, with with dignity and calm and, and and calmness and say modest things about Antonio Brown after he turned on the camp. His his fracases that he had throughout his career with management or leadership on the team, I can't tell you a story about how it happened, or excuse me, what happened, because Mm -hmm. it never escalated beyond those individuals. Mm. He never never cried bloody murder to anyone. So to me, that's a patriot. Mm. (laughs) Well, because the only man... That he's trying to impress is not his father, you know. It's William. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, the thirty for thirty uh, for Bill and Brady. Uh, I mean, it may give me tears, but they'll be dry. I tell you, Bell, I checkmate. Mm. There it is, checkmate from Tom Brady. He, he went on after uh, after. Spending time in a dojo, working with one of the greatest senseis that he can work with, and he successfully won another Super Bowl without him. So, what more can I say? Nothing. You know, <laughs> with Tom Brady, man. <laughs> Salute to him, man. Uh, last year, it was celebratory, even controversial, as people celebrated Tom Brady when he won and he, the first person to win a championship in his own backyard for the sports club that he was representing at the time in the NFL. That's uh, unheard of. Having the Super Bowl hosted at your stadium and you make it to the Super Bowl that year and actually winning it. Mm. So, and even this year, man, it, it was like, uh, of course, he's a rock star, man. When he comes up and he led the team as far as he can lead it, I don't even want to jump into speculations about what happened with uh, him and, and the coach. But I will say, I think this was the reason that he chose to retire. I think Brady has a a little bit more left in him. Careful, Tom. 
I think Brady has a little more left in him. And if he happens to uh, Brett Favre us and pop up on a third team, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not. I don't. I don't know if I want to go down that rabbit hole. to the bone. Yeah. I'll just put my hand and dig in there and see what I come up with, you know, as far as that's concerned. Because uh, we already have to deal. I've already got to possibly deal with Aaron Rodgers putting on a different jersey. Now you're talking about Brady possibly putting on a different jersey. You know, it, it's not even 12 o'clock on Sunday at the end of the day. Who is he, baby? Houdini for Return of the Mac. <laughs> Hey man, I don't know, man. I look at it like this. So we, 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 if we can, if we can look at the, uh, the mess that uh, exists within the NFL right now, where people who need, who need teams, um, as far as moves that have been made, man, what a time to say hell with it. Hey man, you can check out. Go ahead, Aaron. Check out. I'm waiting on you to check out. He's like, man, I'm going to Green Bay. Dante, stay your ass right here. I like your speed. Hey, Gronk, let's go to Green Bay. Things will be be done right. That would be crazy, man. That would be like like two lines of Coke on the table for uh, Michael Irvin, man. I, I think it would be even more than – I mean, because when Brett Favre – Brett Favre is the one that did it, right? When Brett Favre did it, then we thought it was cool. But then when he came back to uh, Minnesota, then, we, you know, we kind of started stepping on toes, right? Man, he went to, he went straight to the enemy, man. And so the only thing Brett Favre could do if he went straight to the enemy would be a couple of things. He could – Tom Brady could sur- I'm sorry, Tom Brady could surface as a Raider and they cut Jimmy Jimmy G. Oh, excuse me, a 49er and they cut Jimmy G. Or Tom Brady could surface as a Dolphin and take them to Graceland after all these years. Mm. Well, the Dolphins, I don't even I'm not even I'm not going to even talk about those guys. The different, uh, but but New Orleans had an interesting hire uh, themselves, right? So I mean, I think Ooh. that's important. <laughs> I, I forgot about New Orleans. Yeah. So I mean that I think that's the grandfather. New Orleans, they they do a decent job as far as keeping them there at least five to six years on the uh, on a composite average, right? I mean, when you got to throw beads. You know, to see titties, I mean, hey, you know. Classic. Why would you leave? Why would you leave? And plus, the, the that town, New Orleans, sort of fits the same demeanor as that new head coach to a certain degree, right? Yeah. Yeah. But you, you hot off the press on that one. Who did they appoint as the head coach at New Orleans? Oh, the, our ex-coach from the Miami Dolphins. Man. <laughs> ah, when they say you snooze, you lose. I definitely was snoozing on that one. Yeah, affirmative. Uh, Gradell is doing a great job with affirmative action. 
Oh, man. He, I mean, essentially, Brady will be in the same division and he'll get a chance to knick-knack, patty-whack, and smack the hell out of Bruce Aarons a couple of times. Oh, Bruce has got a meeting tomorrow. So, I, I don't know, man. Yeah, Bruce has a big meeting tomorrow. I don't know what it's about, but I can speculate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fast times at Ridgemont, Ridgemont High and – uh Hey, man, salute to Brady. 22 years, seven rings. If he doesn't come back, if he doesn't Houdini this thing and, and resurfaces again. But, uh, man, NFL, still. Las Vegas, man, it's been a fucking hotbed. A hotbed, I tell you, for criminal mischief mm-hmm. when you are not playing on the field. Another former Raider, but Kansas City Chief, was arrested on gun charges, drug charges, uh, and, you know, ceremoniously cut by the Chiefs uh, yesterday. Wow. So this is uh, this is crazy, crazy, right? So it's uh, Damon Arnett is the player. So we have three DUIs, and now we got a gun. <laughs> Waving a gun, crazy talking, belligerent, and drug charges from a former NFL player now since he's been cut, and he's a, a unrestricted agent. Did they make a Did they make the wrong choice moving to Vegas? Uh, no. I, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, the Raiders have always had a uh, a certain stigma about them. And and my Cowboys have that same. They have the same stigma too since the seventies, right? So I mean, yeah, but what do you do in house, man? It, uh, the, but, the, the but there's no such thing as in house in Las Vegas, right? I mean, you know, from uh, uh, you know, that's where the UFOs crash, right? Supposedly, what happens there is supposed to stay there. Oh, oh yeah, that's what. Well, that's what you you, you tell your husbands and your wives. Uh, but you know, as as far as the complexity of currency uh, in, in that area where there's no water, uh, currency flows freely, kind of like information. So, you know, like, like for instance, what if I, if I, like Tupac Shakur, it's one of the only places where you can go to the hospital because you got shot and you died, and then you also get cremated in the same place, only in Vegas. And the guy who did his autopsy doesn't work there anymore. We can't find him. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, Buggy Seagull. Wow. Well, well, I mean, what's their record? I forgot. I mean, we're talking. I don't know. What, what, what's the Raiders' record? I'm not. I don't. I mean, we're talking so much off the field stuff. You know. They were nine and seven, man. Oh. Despite they were nine and seven, despite uh, having their coach kicked to the curb. Because of misconduct uh, hey. that happened that happened years ago, and they were they were being led by an interim coach, but they still survived. They 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 landed and made a wild card spot, and they were eliminated first round. So I don't think it's a bad team. I don't think it's a bad club with the personnel that they have. 
I, I think they got to do more evaluations, man, to make sure <laughs> that they got the right personnel. Or, like I say, man, I don't know, man. With that organization, they have to do something to mitigate these 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 losses, man. And and hell, you may have to. Uh, they may have to buy their own hotel <laughs> and make sure every fucking player checks in. And they have everything available for them in their downtime throughout the throughout the season. Well, Tom, I've never been to Las Vegas and said, you know what? I think I just want to rest and you know enjoy the scenery. Soon as you get into Vegas, uh, everything sounds sweet and refreshing. You know, at the end of the day, Vegas is when you go to Vegas, you want to drink. You want to drink. You know, I think it's the only place in, in the continental plane where when you pull in, you get to the airport, you see all the hotels, you see all the fancy, nasty drinks, you want to walk around and you want to sit. Come on. Yeah, man. I hear you, man. And uh, on that note, what you sipping on today, man? It's, uh, a, actually, it's a championship today, man. It's a championship today in the NFL this is this is the deciding factor. AFC championship, NFC championship. Um, you know, heads or tails, man. Which 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 you which you which you got? Heads or tails right now. Let's flip a coin. Oh, uh, I mean, the, I think the I think this twenty twenty two is the year of the average Joe. Yeah, but give me a heads or tails so we can pick a pick a division that we're gonna start with. Heads, Bengals, tails. Excuse me, AFC and uh, Tails. We'll start with the NFC. Let's get the rundown. Let's go ahead and go Tails. All right. And I'm, I'm literally flipping the coin. And that coin, it landed on Tails. So let's go. Let's do it. What you picking, man, on the um, on the AFC side? We got Bengals uh, and Chiefs. I was just man, I you know I, on a previous show we Joey talked B. about the Joey and we B. talked campaigning. about and we talked about Joey B, but also uh, Mahomes is really playing at a high level. He really is a kid himself. Mm. So and then Andy Reid, uh, at the end of the day, he's been there, right? Somebody who's been there and who's had success. But he's had failures that I think he's learned more from, obviously. Hmm. Well, I'm going to give you some stats. Let's let's take a look at it. In season regular play, week 17, Kansas City Chiefs taking on Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals were successful beating the Chiefs in season, 34-31. Here we go again. Another rematch, like Alabama and Georgia. These guys are healthy, man. Jamar Chase had his best goddamn game. 266 yards receiving that game. Mm. Burrow, Burrow threw for 446 mm. in that game. It was a three-point, again, three-point decided the victor of that particular game. Week 17, January 2nd, they matched up. And... um they were triumphant. So, just giving you a little history, a little insight. 
And uh, I will say this. The Bengals ain't never scared. I don't care who they've met this season. <laughs> they're, they're playing with a different uh, a level of tenacity. And as I said that, I said it a long time ago. I said Bengals all the way, man. Uh, well, I guess, I mean, that, it, it's the same place they eat chili and cinnamon rolls in the same setting. You know, so, I mean, I'm, anything can happen, but when you get stacked nine times and you come up with 400-plus yards in the, in the same game, I mean, it makes me want to go find my old Tecmo Bowl and bring it out. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, hey, Mahomes versus the Bills was a classic offensive game, man. It was a, not a defensive game. It was not a defensive, <laughs> defensive matchup at all. But even even what I just said to you, I said, I said Cincinnati – was triumphant and beat them by three points in the regular season. So it, it was it was damn near the same outcome when they played against the Bills. So defensively they struggle. Um and and, and defensively anyone playing against the Kansas City Chiefs, they're gonna struggle because when you have if not the fastest wide receiver in the game that you have to defend, and that being being uh, wow, I'm drawing a blank on him. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill had one of the most amazing catches in the in the uh, divisional game against the Buffalo Bills that I've ever seen in my life. Guy literally hanging on his jersey. He caught that thing, and when 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 they say when they say uh in the video game terminology. You hit that extra button. I saw this man hit another level going up the sideline on the right-hand side of the field and then gave the fellow the peace sign before he went across that goal line. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. So I'm sure it's going to be a shootout like the OK Corral, man. But like I said, for me, this year, I'm going old school, man. They're playing the Chiefs at home in the early game. Chiefs are favored by seven for all the uh the the, the 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 betters out there, man. The people that want to put the casino bets in, they Chiefs are favored by seven. But Tone is picking them today, and he's going with Kansas City, man. By ten. Uh, oh, my bad. You going? I'm going with the Bengals, man. Hey, you got KC, and uh, that's what we like. That's what we're looking at over here, man. So Jimmy G. Jimmy G. Man. Wow. I still eat my uh, Sicilian orange sugar. Hey, man, Jimmy G, if you're not playing Steel Dre all day, mm. I don't know what to say, Jimmy G, because this your day, man. You know what I'm saying? Trump, uh, uh, <laughs> Tom Brady left yesterday, gave us a, a, a press release. That was your mentor in the NFL. And uh, now – the stage is yours. It's all about you. You know, can you pull it off, man? Can 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 essentially the San Francisco 49ers who swept Los Angeles Rams in the regular season, that swept as in two games. Can they pull it off and beat them a third time in these playoffs? Uh Man, third time is a charm. 
but we usually use we usually composite and average things uh in groups of increments of three. Uh it, it's 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 really tough to beat a team three times. It is really <laughs> tough. Unless it's the 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 NBA, NFL, NHL, right? In a in a sweet situation of a playoffs where you plan them, you know, rather quickly. Not 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 with as much space as you have here, but I mean, we I'm, don't. I'm but we 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 don't know the bill. We don't we don't necessarily know the characteristics of the bills. We don't have any data to necessarily go off of. I mean, I mean, listen, man. I'm I'm more I'm more along. I'm more thinking along the lines of uh, Lionel Richie, man. Huh? Twice, three times <laughs> the lady. <laughs> America. <laughs> hey, there it is, man. So you get you you know where I'm coming from with it. I'm going with the Bang Bang Niner Gang. You have to. Bang, I mean, Bang Niner Gang. And they they've come out of hibernation. Um. I mean, it, 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 it sort of feels so good to, you know, finally see those guys again. You know, thank God for uh, Asian Americans uh, in the railroad system back then in 1849. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. And uh, if you guys don't know what they're referring to, he's talking about the gold rush, you know, from back in the days. And unfortunately, what America did to them, but they paid for it. They ain't paid them. Never mind. I ain't gonna take it there. But uh, the Rams, <laughs> the hottest team in America. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they 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 were almost made to walk the plank last week. Uh, that was about strategy. That was about coaching last week. More so, you gave a team that you were not holding defensively. 42 seconds to move the ball in position enough to get one more field goal opportunity. And uh, unfortunately, Tampa met their demise gambling like that. Brady Brady, Brady had a hell of a game. Uh, like, you know, if it was a situation where we revisit the game from last week, which it really doesn't matter, uh, Tom, Brady, Tom Brady won or he tied the Rams. But uh, the Rams actually came out with a three-point victory under the circumstances, and uh, that's enough. That's enough information. I saw enough football last week to say it ain't gonna happen, Rams. It's not gonna happen. This is not gonna be your day, even though you're playing at home. It's not gonna happen. So this will be their Super Bowl day, and uh, E40. Everybody from the Bay Area that's gonna travel down, they about to, they about to have a, a fiesta, man. Hold on, but what about Matt Stafford? Who? Who's the quarterback for the Rams? I don't even know who. Who is it? Who is it? Uh, it, it's it's America's only forgotten son. Oh yeah, I mean, you know what? Hey, the guy's throwing a lot of great balls to. Uh, uh, legendary receiver that went into the Hall of Fame uh, before the season started, Megatron Johnson and uh, Calvin Johnson, and you know other people who 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 helped to pad his stats. And he's shown that 
given the odds in a, in a certain offensive scheme, he can he can be better than average. But I don't think he has the team that's going to get over the hump today. Because last week, to me, again, I'm not bitter, I'm not begrudging them, and I'm not trying to change the fate of their success, but... Oh, it doesn't sound like that. Now, hands down, uh, if they could have took that into overtime, Tampa draw the ball first, we wouldn't even be talking about Matt Stafford. He would have been eliminated. Well, tell me, Tom. Like, tell like the, the thing about the thing I don't understand is we go from giving Matt Stafford a compliment, and then you start to negate and take away from his greatness. I mean, he, they didn't get the ball in field goal position by themselves. He threw that ball. He threw two good passes. So we got to give credit where it's due. Nah, 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 nah. It's, I mean, it's, it's not to negate what he did. I'm just simply saying in, 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 a, in a better controlled game, a better coach, better managed game, that he wouldn't have came out victorious under the, under the circumstances. I'm not oh. like I said. It's not it's not hate, but when you got to call a fact a fact, you know, at the end of the day, defensively, let's let's keep it real. Jalen Rose, you ain't the best, buddy. I mean, Jalen Ramsey, you're not the best right now at DB. You know, no. what I mean, you you you. <laughs> man, <laughs> he had a tough week, right? <laughs> like yeah, yeah. My my guy, uh, I'll be it. Either you are either you're on a, a, a blades, or you're missing a few skates uh, in that in that defensive backfield right now. And defensively up front, yeah, they're gonna get the rush, man. They're gonna get the rush with uh, Darnold and uh, some of those other guys that's coming. And linebacker play from uh, from uh, the kid that come came over from Denver. Uh, it's, it's been good, you know. It's been good, but. Man, we for those guys, man, they're like damn week twenty, man. And we talking about we talking about Brady's age. Now we're talking about the guys in the interior that get beat on every week. Mm-hmm. So so the question is, can they hold up? And I I think I think they're uh uh, uh well, I don't think. San Francisco is younger defensively. They're younger offensively, and therefore, I just look at will, determination, and stamina is going to be what gives the 49ers the edge. So if Bosa doesn't go down, and I'm not a Bosa fan, you know, I'm not anything, I'm anti anything that goes to Ohio State, but I got to speak facts. So if Bosa doesn't go down, now we here we are. You got a problem over there, man, with that pass rush situation. And Stafford, he man, hey, he's like any other quarterback, man. You, you hit him a couple times, you gonna start. He gonna start to get smaller. So OBJ, OBJ, you know, let's just talk about the matchups, man. OBJ, I mean, he's a he's a possession receiver right now. He's good for. You know, 50, if he's lucky, 70 yards. That ain't going to win him the game, man. Uh, Still pays the bills. It it pays the bills. He got that bonus, baby. He got that playoff bonus. And uh, Cup, 
I'm sure they're going to run a scheme on Cup that is going to minimize the production of Cup in this game because one thing we got to realize with, the, with 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 this team that people are not aware of because they don't really they don't really focus on the politics. Most people just look at the game gameplay. But they have Super Bowl winning defensive back leading the front office. Their general manager is uh, the former safety of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So mm. if you don't if you don't think he's going to have some influence to talk about the defensive scheme, you got to be crazy, man. John Lynch is definitely going to have something to say about the defensive scheme when it comes to the wide receiver play, and therefore. If it's a coaching matchup, so now you have not only the coach of the 49ers, which, I mean, this this is that trio, man. So it's, it's Kyle Shanahan, you know, versus his homie that were uh, understudies for their father when and, and, at his tenure over with the Washington Redskins. So you got Shanahan paired with John Lynch. His mm. GM, I'm telling you, they're going to get shit done. It's going to happen, Captain. Well, and, and more importantly, to, to go back on uh, Stafford and the Rams last week in their victory, at the end of the day, that was that was their personal Super Bowl, right? Some will say no, but I definitely will say yes. So being an ex-athlete, even though I didn't play football, when you win games like that, uh, that you're not necessarily supposed to win. Uh, it is is it messes with the momentum, right? You know, because you're yeah. still gonna be drunk off that last game uh, per se. But uh, I, I think both of these quarterbacks uh, sort of x themselves out. They're they're, I, they're what I like to call uh, conditional quarterbacks. The conditions have to be right for them to perform, right? So yeah. No, I, I think you. I think you're absolutely right. We got the same. This should be. This probably should be the most interesting game uh, today because so many intricate parts x themselves out. But like you said, San Francisco being younger and more athletic uh, at those positions, you know, when somebody gets hurt, I think they got you know the world with all to replace them. You know, so no, I mean, I, I, I think, but Bosa, what so. A lot of people talk about this guy. You know, me being a Cowboys fan, I'm not too fond of him myself. But but what is it about him that is so great? Pass rushing ability, man. He's a young guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they, he comes he comes from a, a, a family of, of brothers who, you know, at the end of the day, like when they're in high school, they had they had they had uh, personal trainers. So, mm-hmm. you know. We talk about how 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 our black athletes train and they 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 have they have a thirst to make it and sometimes they have to do it on their own. You know this this is a family this is a pedigree family that has spent money <laughs> on, on on these kids, man. And it's been a quest for them, all three of them, to to make it to the league. You know, and uh, I I know two are there definitely. Uh, I think the other one's in Seattle, if I'm not mistaken. But it, it's it's just it's just one of them things, man. When you got a person that eats, sleep, dream football, you know, like the White Brothers, on the other side, 
and that's the family that I compared them to, or the, the Matthews family, you know, Clay Matthews and those guys, they eat, sleep, breathe football at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so, I mean, nothing gives them a hard on <laughs> more than winning. So that's it. That's all. That's all they're thinking about. They're thinking about winning. So you, you know, we've we've seen and heard the talk about Tom Brady and his intensity and his drive and passion to be a success and win. This is this is this is a family thing now. This is a family thing. So so you said he's talent. He's talented because he's got uh, it's glorified nepotism or or uh, genetics. Um, is that what you? Uh, yeah, you, you better believe it. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna curb my appetite. And what I gotta say is, is, is that's the reality of it. I mean, these guys, these guys have been, have been talking about it, dreaming about it, preparing, have personal trainers. So when you were, when you were the scrutting kid in, 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 in high school, your first year, and then you come back and you looking like uh, Lyle Alzado your next year, you know what I mean? With that Lou Ferrigno regiment that they got you working on. All you were doing is just sitting back, waiting your time, waiting your turn to get there. And he's already been to one Super Bowl already. You know, mm-hmm. let's let's not forget he's been to a Super Bowl in his rookie season, and they missed out last year. So here it is, man. Third time's a charm. You know, as they say, they're back. Mm. Yeah, I mean. So what do you, so is this game one of those is it, it doesn't go over twenty eight points right? It's hard to call this one, man. But it is the NFC, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it in the high twenties. I will keep it in the high twenties um, on the prediction on this game here. And uh, let's see. I mean, let me let me take a look at the rundown of the last few games of what's been happening offensively. And I think they've been scoring in the 30s. So the last, let's go by the numbers, man, tail of the tape. Last five games of the Rams, yeah, 30 points, man. Defensively, they're holding teams to eh, right at about 15. Um, on, the, on the 49ers side, last five games. Let's, let's call it what we see here. Last five. 49ers are mid-range, man. They're they're about 26 points. Mm-hmm. Four and against in the last five. And they're right at about 12, man. 12, 13 points stopping the team defensively. So it's, it's, it's going to be a tight game. It's going to be a tight mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I think this I, is the one. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. This this will be the closer game. I think it'll be decided on uh, who 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 makes the least amount of mistakes. Honestly, no doubt. So you so you got the you got the Rams or you got Forty ers Oh, we still answering those questions. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh man. Um. Man. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, uh, I just, it's funny you asked me this question because I just, uh, when I was about 12 years old, I accidentally called Dion Ward, uh, to get my fortune. And I, we never got a bill, but it just so happened to show up last night. So, 
Uh, I, I gotta go ahead. I gotta go with the Rams by three. Um, because it's just I don't know. It, it, I don't know. I I I don't have a uh, I don't have a reason, and I think that's probably why I'm a little upset. I dig it though, man. You, you know, it makes the show better. So you know, you you pick the opposing team. Um, you know, two for two today. You pick the opposing team. So, you know, I got 49ers, and we, we shall see what happens in the end. And there y'all have it, man. I got I got Super Bowl upcoming. Of uh, Cincinnati versus 49ers. He's calling it KC versus the Rams. Coach T got KC versus the Rams. He's chimed in. I'm going to let him know because I know he's going to listen to the show. But hey, guess what? What up, Coach I T? Give, I don't give a damn. I'm rolling with who I'm rolling with. And uh, y'all got who y'all got. And we'll see how this thing play out, man. But switching, switching gears, man, before we close out. Oh, and crazy, man. Uh uh-uh. oh. Been crazy. But uh <laughs> I'm getting uncomfortable, right? Like I don't hey, I don't even I shit, I'm getting very uncomfortable. Man. NBA All Star is coming up, man, but I'm I'm not even gonna take it there. Mm. No. NBA All Star is coming up, so keep an eye out for that. Uh Lakers still falling apart. Every week, man, they're playing uh, Humpty on the wall, and you know. I thought Westbrook getting broken. I thought, I thought he had thirty. I thought he had thirty-five points when uh, Anthony Davis and LeBron James didn't play. They lost, but uh, it's, they it's, lost it's, by it's, two points. He regardless, man. The, the thing of it is this with the Lakers, <laughs> and that's what I say. That's what I say to a lot of people. The individual play for the notable players, they're doing their job when it when 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 you measure the statistics. But they're just not playing together and winning games. That's the difference. Well, but I scored thirty five points when two of my teammates took a day off and you guys are still complaining to HR. That's what it sounds I like to me. Haven't said any direct thing about Russell Westbrook, but But I know who you're referring to, Tom. Everybody no, you don't have actually, to say his name, Tom. Actually, actually I'm not referring to Russell Westbrook. Oh because I mean I mean I mean Davis came back and Davis is back on IR. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. What did he do? Open his refrigerator? Yeah, that, bam, there you go. He hurt his wrist. <laughs> I guess he was playing whack-a-mole or something like that. I don't know. Anthony Davis. Uh, Yeah, like I said, I mean, the Jaguar is a beautiful car. Uh, All you Jaguar owners out there, you know, just keep your mechanic on speed now. Yeah, man. But I I just – I really wanted to close on this note, though. Hey, high school football is heating up, baby. February the 2nd, man. February the 2nd, everybody – Listen, a couple things happened on February 2nd, down to two. I'm going to just slip that one in there because uh, everybody ain't no Kanye fan. Uh, but February 2nd, the Washington football team is going to make a big announcement, man, so keep your eyes open. They're trying to steal some of the thunder from the kids on National Signing Day in America. But shout out to the god dang on Grambling, the Grambling Tigers down there, man. HBCU, here we go again. 
HBCU. They're led by Hugh Jackson, who was formerly uh, the Cincinnati Bengals head coach. Uh, and Tim McCuyer, baby. Dion Homie, his homie from his Atlanta Falcon days, has now joined the staff. Coach DB. Man. Well, well, well to, uh, on a previous show, we talked about Dion had to be successful in two different categories. Dion had to be successful on the field as a coach. And then Dion also had to be successful as far as getting other people involved in the whole MEAC and the SWAC conference as far as getting more notable names to bring publicity, right? And so you're starting to see it happen. I've never seen a a first-year coach uh, have so much charisma and still be able to execute on the field, too. Absolutely, man. And and you're right. It, 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 hey, it's the wow factor, the it factor of Deion Sanders, um, definitely, who is who is making – he's making the HBC look more desirable than it has ever been for the athlete, for the young African-American athlete. Although I do see uh, uh, one of the clubs is going to be led by a, a, a Caucasian quarterback this upcoming year. They, they landed a, a – a, a nice prospect. I didn't catch the young guy's name, um, but nonetheless, you know, people, as far as their skill set, it doesn't matter their nationality. If they like what they like, what they're seeing right now, hey, man, they jump in the lines. They jump in the lines. They're saying FD1 football and, 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 and the BCS schools and the FCS schools, and they like, hey, we out, man. We 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 took over here with HBCU, and we about to turn up. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, but we at the end of the day, even on the show, sorry to recap again, previously that we recorded, is we we have to know what the objective is: win, lose, or draw. Do we do we want to continue to congregate in our own conference? Or do we want to expand and and be able to go to different conferences with the ability to compete? So I think once we answer that question as a whole, I think uh, they will be able to evolve. I'm, I'm going to answer that question. I'm going to stop you right there. Wow. The wow. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I, I, just, I just shot at your foot. I'm, you know what I mean? I'm about to have you dancing over here now. Uh, Bowie State has answered that question. Let me go out there and let me be let me be clear. Mm-hmm. We didn't hear about Bowie State, who had just as just as as much success um, winning this season as Jackson State University. Who was Bowie State? Bowie State is a is a HBCU uh, just outside of Washington D.C. area in Bowie, Maryland. They're competing in the Division Two. They competed in the Division Two playoffs, and again, a lot of people had a bone to pick when JSU went down in the bowl game, and they were saying that the team that defeated them should be declared the national champions, and they were like, "No, that was still a better team, better than them," but they're not competing against. They're not competing in the HBCU conferences and divisions anymore. 
Bowie State is a Division two team. They play whoever, however. So they've answered that call. They've answered that call. Now, I know it would be kind of hard to just dismantle HBC, HBCU football just as it would be hard to dismantle Ivy League football play. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going I'm not going to say that that's not a bad idea or the best thing for them is to play up to move into better divisions. I'm just simply saying hey, it it's going to work for some it's not going and it's not going to work for others. Because the other factor of it is, is what is the school willing to accept in regards to opening itself up to more diversity? Mm-hmm. You know, and and that question has already arised with Deion Sanders hiring a white offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. and then you look, then you read some of the comments. And, you know, the comments are dejecting to say, why he hired a white guy? Oh, this man. Ain't H- this ain't HBCU. So the question is, do you want to win? Period? Or do you have certain ways that you want to win and control the game? So that's going to be the challenge for the for the whole growth of the HBCU, do those people do those people think like uh, black people are the only ones that watch historical black colleges compete? I don't know. You remember the you remember the white fan that came out to support when Dion said, "Hey man, all of Texas, all of Mississippi, come on out to the conference championship game." And uh, there was one white guy that went viral that went out there and say hey, he had a damn good time hanging out. Man, he was like, "Hey, it was a great game." And you know, it, it. Oh man, as as we say privately, because <laughs> everybody everybody has everybody makes this statement, but I'm gonna make it publicly now. We hate to bring up race and everything, mm-hmm. but it, it 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 it's gonna become a factor for some people who feel a little icky and bother at the fact that. Somebody might come in their backyard and take their toys. Or somebody might come in their territory and be better than them, and they may see a field of play where there might be a little more uh, Caucasian visibility than they want Mm. or or that they're comfortable with. But, hey, for me, I can't wait to see some of them uh, I can't wait to see some of those uh, exotic sisters join the Divine Nines and some of my uh, Caucasian brothers that look like Joe Burrow, you know, jump into those uh, Greek chapters over and and become Omegas. And <laughs> hey, I mean, some of them, some of them step better than some of y'all, right? You know. And, and... <laughs> But I mean, ultimately, it, it, it. I mean, you. Some people have to realize uh, sports is one of the only refuge 
uh, where we sort of leave some of that stuff behind, but we can't be ignorant to the fact. We shouldn't be, but a lot of people still are. And it goes, and, and the door swings both ways because it's not just about the HBC. You. Absolutely. I mean, you, you, you have people rumbling in the Division One divisions, and uh-huh. they're like, uh-oh, those ninjas are stealing our players. And if you don't, if you can't figure out what a ninja is, hey, shame on you. Uh, but they can't steal, they can't steal players that are not uh, contractually <clears throat> belongs to uh, them. So I mean, I, I know they go. This is Alabama. Everybody goes to Alabama that we want to go to Alabama and Florida State. So are you? You said are you implying that Nick Saban has a problem with what Deion Sanders is doing? I didn't say anyone in particular. I said in the Division One, there's rumbling oh. from people, albeit coaches and/or the fans, oh. and they're ridiculing these young men that are choosing to jump the line and go to a more preferred institution that makes them feel comfortable because they're around more people that look like them. And in the recruiting process, it made them feel more comfortable. So basically the whole press conference Nick Saban had uh, coincidentally, before the national championship game took place, they both. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what you say, man? Hey, I said Dr. King was a good black man. Okay. Oh uh, yeah, I guess Fable said that too, right? Oh, was it? Oh, my bad, Fable. Yeah, I think Clemson is in South Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. Django, baby. <laughs> no, but no. I mean, I, I just had to, I just had to have you clarify just a little because when you, you referenced Alabama, that was your first reference, so I didn't know if there was, you know, some type of underlining uh, meaning of some sort. You know what I mean? No, man. It, it wasn't. It wasn't a. It wasn't a jab at them. I was just utilizing them since they've been a success, and their 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 fan base is very one track minded, man. But. Hey, listen, we live in a time now where there were gunshots fired at the Missouri representative, Corey Bush, in St. Louis. She wasn't mm. injured. And, uh, you know, you got people shooting at state representatives. You got people storming the Capitol last year. So uh, everybody ain't for us. Unless they can control the narrative. So is that, I guess that goes into another episode on a class war versus race war, right? <laughs> oh, man. Hey, take it how you want to take it. It could go all kind of ways, but, I mean, I'm just, I'm just putting the examples out there that are of the obvious. And I, and I, and I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to mar a good thing for people who are supposed to be celebrating times 
and and being accepted as some for some first time generational people that are going to be attending universities, colleges, universities to try to to try to excuse me, I'm sorry, to try to pursue their dreams of being a successful student athlete and finding success enough to play up to the next level. Mm-hmm. And, and and then overcoming the scrutiny that, that has has come along with that. So, you know, in the grand scheme of things, man, I look at it like this, bro. It ain't going to never be easy in the beginning. It's going to take some time to smooth out. I don't think too many people are still kneeling at the ball games anymore. Yeah. But but things are changing. You know, I uh it, it's just a coincidence that we're talking about this. I was cleaning out my closet and I found my uh Remember the Titans DVD. Hmm. That's it. Yeah. Pacify them boys. <laughs> famous. That was a famous. That was a famous Denzel line. Don't pacify them, because mm-hmm. who's gonna be there for them when you're not? Mm-hmm. Well, that's the great thing about sports is you can leave all your bills and problems outside the door as if you're going to church. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you have it, guys. Another quick episode, man, before the playoffs. Y'all enjoy. It's going to be a hell of a Sunday. Hayden, appreciate you chiming in on this one. Oh, man. Yeah. Peace.